Morning prayer begins on page 3. Thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Moving to the bottom of page 7. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 for the Venite on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with songs. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved for this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 45 is on page 396. My heart overfloweth with a good matter. I speak the things which I have made concerning the King. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Thou art fairer than the children of men, full of grace are thy lips, because God hath blessed thee forever. Gird thee with thy sword upon thy thigh, O thou most mighty, according to the worst thy worship and renown. Good, good luck have thou with thine honor, ride on, because of the word of truth of, of meekness and righteousness, and of thy right hand shall teach thee terrible things. Thy arrows are very sharp in the heart of the king's enemies, and the people shall be subdued unto thee. Thy seed, O God, endureth forever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Wherefore, God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. All thy garments smell of myrrh, aloes, and casa. Out of the ivory out of the ivory palaces whereby they have made thee glad. King's daughters are among thy honorable women. Upon thy right hand doth stand the queen in a vesture of gold, wrought about with divers colors. Hearken, O daughter, and consider. Incline thine ear. Forget also thine own people and thy father's house. So shall the king have pleasure in thy beauty, for he is thy lord, and worship thou him. And the daughter of Tyre shall be there with a gift, 
like as the rich also among the people shall make their supplications before thee. The king's daughter is all glorious within, her clothing is of wrought gold. She shall be brought unto the king in raiment of needlework. The virgins that be her fellows shall bear her company, and shall be brought unto thee. With joy and gladness shall they be brought, and shall enter into the king's palace. Instead of thy fathers thou shalt have children, whom thou mayest make princes in all lands. I will make thy name to be remembered from one generation to another. Therefore shall the people give thanks unto thee, world without end. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fifth chapter of the first book of Samuel. Then the Philistines took the ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer to Ashdod. When the Philistines took the ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. And when the people of Ashdod arose early in the morning, there was Dagon fallen on its face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. So they took Dagon and set it in its place again. And when they arose early the next morning, there was Dagon, fallen on its face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. The head of Dagon and both the palms of its hands were broken off on the, on the threshold. Only Dagon's uh, torso was left of it. Therefore, neither the priest of Dagon nor any who came uh, come into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod to this day. But the hand of the Lord was heavy on the people of Ashdod, and he ravaged them and struck them with tumors, both Ashdod and its territory. And when the men of Ashdod saw how it was, they said, The ark of the God of Israel must not remain with us, for his hand is, is harsh toward us and Dagon our God. Therefore they sent and gathered to themselves all the lords of the Philistines and said, What shall we do with the ark of the God of Israel? And they answered, Let the ark of the God of Israel be carried away to Gath. So they carried the ark of the God of Israel away. So it was later after they had carried it away that the hand of the Lord was against the city with a very great destruction. And he struck the men of the city, both small and great, and tumors broke out on them. Therefore they sent the ark of uh, the ark of God to Ekron. So it was as the ark of God came to Ekron that the Ekronites cried out, saying, "They have brought the ark of the God of Israel to us to kill us and our people." So they sent and gathered together all the lords of the Philistines and said, Send away the ark of the God of Israel and let it go back to its own place so that it does not kill us and our people.